How are you guys doing today? Good. Good? Really? How are you really doing? Are you hopeful about the future? Are you discouraged? Do you find yourself uh, longing for the past? <laughs> Wishing it was back when, way back when? I think it's fair to say that we as human beings have a limited and a fallible outlook on life. Life can seem like a jumble of puzzle pieces, impossible to sort through. Do you just try to get by with what's right in front of you? And when we stop short of answering the question, what is objectively true about the reality in which we live, we set ourselves up for failure. Because the world that we live in, there is an objective reality. It's not an illusion, it's not just whatever we make of it. We think of the illustration of a puzzle piece, or a puzzle. The pieces have a purpose, and a place, in making something, making a picture. How we view reality, how we look at the time that we have will greatly affect how we live our life today. We need an accurate view of reality. And we're going to look this morning, if you would turn with me in your Bibles, to Psalm 90. This psalm is the only psalm that is attributed to Moses. It was written long before most of the psalms. Moses is described as the man of God. He knew his Lord. And his prayer gives us an unchanging perspective. A sure, true perspective that we can trust that teaches us how to think and to hope and to live. We're going to read Psalm 90. The whole thing through. Verse 1, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. 
For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you. Our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are 70 or or even by reason of strength 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. The best of them are soon gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. The perspective of Moses as he looks to the Lord in this psalm begins with Moses' knowledge of God. Begins with his acknowledgement of God as the eternal creator. The dwelling place the safe place or the home of His people throughout all time. This is a God that is utterly unlike us. To the Lord, Moses says in verse 4, a thousand years is just like a few brief hours at night. He's utterly beyond Time itself, from everlasting to everlasting, He has been the Lord. He has always existed and He always will exist. He never came into being, but He made the mountains. We think of the Lord and how great He is. We recognize that He's not limited, bound in time. That he's not going to pass away like the fading of the morning. 
one of the implications as we think of God, the eternal God, is that God has and can and will be faithful to His promises. Moses begins his prayer, Lord, You have been our dwelling place in all generations. He acknowledges that the Lord has been faithful. And he, he prays to Him, He comes to Him with that knowledge that the Lord will not change or He's everlasting. Our lives are then contrast with the everlasting God. Verse 3, you return man to the dust and say, return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when is past, or a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood, they're like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. We are here for a moment. A brief time. Do we realize that? Do we realize how small we are in the sweep of history? Times we think higher of ourselves. And we need this reminder that it is the Lord who is everlasting. But we are not. Some of us think we'll live forever. And I think pretty much all of us would like to. But the man of God recognizes the, the brevity of life, its shortness, how quickly it can be gone. It calls us to be wise and to consider how we will live our lives then. Where will we turn? Will we look then to the everlasting God as Moses did? When we take those 70 or 80 or maybe 90 years, will we waste them away on things that, that are gone? Or will we recognize that our only hope is in the God who is everlasting? That He is the one who is able to make us stand. There's more that we need to grasp about ourselves. There's more that Moses says about mankind 
in these verses, he talks about the wrath of God. Mankind. Humanity is under the wrath of God. Let me read verses 7 through 9. For we are brought to an end, or we are consumed by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities, our transgressions or sins before you. Our secret sins are, are exposed in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The perspective that God gives us of ourselves, of humanity, is that we are under the just condemnation and the wrath of God apart from Christ. These verses open our eyes to see the present reality of God's wrath hanging over humanity. It says that that you can't uh, hide a sin or keep it secret from God. Those sins that we hold so dear and think none can see, the Lord knows them. So these verses too leave us with no room for thinking Highly of ourselves, for not only do we pass away like the flowers of the field that are here for such a short time, we are also tainted by sin. And there is a judgment day coming. And so we are all Desperately in need of mercy. Desperately in need of the kindness of God. And we can spend our days denying this reality and denying our guilt. Think of ourselves as a fairly good person compared to the next guy. Or we can call upon God. For mercy and love. See, in light of the few short years that we have and the the coming wrath of God, Moses turns to the Lord. He acknowledges who he is. And he calls out, verse 13, Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants, your people. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. We can rejoice and be glad in the few days that we have. When we know the love of God, that He alone can satisfy us, that He alone can make us stand in eternity 
It's he who can establish the work of our hands. Heard a lot of people say to me personally, I feel sorry for you and for your raising kids and for your kids in these times that we live. And I understand that. But I think of what Moses prayed. He prayed. Make us glad for as many as the years and the days of our trouble. Let your work be shown to us, your servants, and your glorious power to their children. God is able to make known his power and his love to our children. Throughout all time. Do we have that kind of perspective that we can trust the Lord to continue to reveal himself? See, as if we we think that that satisfaction is not found in the Lord, then we're going looking, the times are worse and this and that. When we know that the Lord is able to make us stand. Well, then we look to Him. And we do cry out to Him because we know that we desperately need Him. might seem more pleasant to think I'll have many more days it's easier to ignore the judgment of God and to think my sin isn't that bad such a perspective Moses reminds us ends in death and wrath The hope, the hope of the gospel is as John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. He poured out His love on us in the person of Jesus Christ. For Jesus bore the wrath of God, the wrath that we deserve on the cross, so that whoever believes in him should not perish, though that is what we deserve, but have eternal life, fellowship with the everlasting God, hope even in death, and the darkest of times, 
true optimism and hope and joy and faithfulness are a living reality for those that know the eternal, unchanging God. The God who died for hell-bound sinners. When you know that it is finished, when you know that the debt is paid, then you have hope. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 56 to 58, The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Only the Lord can establish us. Make a stand an evil day. This is why Moses ends his prayer. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us, because without His favor, without His kindness towards us, the future is bleak. But the Lord is able to establish the work of our hands. That's what Moses prays. That it would be the Lord working in us, transforming us, making our work worthwhile. If you would receive Jesus You would have God as your shelter. You have a hope that weathers the changing seasons. If you have received the Lord, if you have received Jesus as Lord, you have safety from the wrath of God, from death and hell, and strength to endure, to leave a work that is is lasting for our, our children and children's children to to know the lord I just want to close by asking the question how does your perspective your outlook on life compare as you Read and reflect on this prayer of Moses. This perspective that God calls us to have through the psalm of Moses. Do you see how great God is that He always was? That He's not going to pass away tomorrow sometime in the future when things get really bad. Do you see how small we are? How much in need of His mercy we are? Do you see how good God is? That He would 
satisfy us with his love. That he would answer this prayer of Moses. Sending his own son. That's quite the music. (laughs) Sending his son. So that we could know his love. And be in fellowship with him for all eternity. God is good. We have hope. Do you believe that? Amen.